Hi, I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. I'm continuing my series on the realms. We're going to talk about wise ones in this show. I'm really excited for this. I am a, I'm a mystic angel, so half of me is a wise one. So, um, or I'm a mix of wise one energy, however way you want to describe it. In case you're new to my program, I'm an intuitive and a coach. I help people do really wonderful things in their life, whatever that might be. I help them create the reality they want to be living instead of just settling for less than they desire. I can help you in any area of your life. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Pay extra close attention to my up-level intuitive coaching package, my Elevate Intuitive Coaching package, and my new email intuitive coaching. All right, let's talk about the wise ones. This this is fun. Um, one thing I will tell you, I want to, let me give you my preface here. Um, and when I'm talking about wise ones, we are referring to wizards, witches, sorcerers, priests, priestess, um, the list can go on and on, oracles, seers, um, you know, they supported the community in some way, healers even. And a lot of, a lot of the information about wise ones, I think, hmm. Let's start here. So some years ago, Doreen Grochu wrote a book called Earth Angels, Earth Angel Realms. The book was designed to help New Agers understand their spiritual realm of origin and how that affects their life's mission, maybe their personality, their relationships, even their health. And I believe the goal of the book was to help us all feel a little less weird and disconnected. And while I do not resonate with everything she wrote in the book, I've spent the, a decade studying some of that wisdom shared in the book, and I do see that there is some there are some accuracies, some similarities among people who come from a particular realm. Um, so I, I think it's a wonderful way to feel more like yourself by knowing this stuff. Um, but I will say it again: don't take it too seriously. Follow what resonates with you. Let this be a jumping-off point. Take this as a fun, lighthearted exploration. Let your curiosity guide you. If you want more information, go and seek it. And then most importantly, let your intuition guide you. Here's what I'm going to say. I know that wise ones exist in every culture. But as I was doing my research and, and probably one of my biggest frustrations with Doreen's book as a whole, which I'm actually kind of grateful it's not in print because she did encompass a lot of that information in a way that was, with all due respect to her, I don't think this was necessarily her intention. It was driven towards white people. I don't think she she encompassed all of the cultures in this work, but I believe, and what I've seen is that Wise One exists in all in all cultures. And um, I think sometimes uh, her perspective was a bit narrow. And even if you go and do some research, ignore a lot of the 
the historical data because it, again, that history tends to be rooted in European history. So I'll say that. Um, but wise ones exist in all, in all cultures. Um, yes, they do. So let's talk about them. So you can call them what you want. Um, but some of the common names, sorcerers, seekers, druids, that's in the Celtic tradition, sorcerers, oracles, clergy, even priests, high priestess, wizards, shamans, witches. Witches is probably what we almost know. Um, so let's talk about them. Wise ones. They know they're different from other people. But they tend to get along really well with a wide variety of people because I think it's their leaders. And we're going to talk about that. Um, and so leaders have to lead a large group of people. So I, I think they generally get along and appreciate and understand the humanity of most people. Wise one, energy, people. They have magical abilities, which may be untapped or undeveloped, but once they do develop their unique ability, and I think this is the next layer to this, I think, and I've been studying this for some time, I think if you are identifying with the wise one, it, it is your calling to find your own practices that work for you. And even, actually, I don't think that's new revelation at all. Um, but there can be this perspective that there's this way to be powerful. And I think every person has their own unique power. And I think with wise ones, they just figure out how to channel their power. Uh, wise ones, they've incarnated many times. So they, a lot of them can be called old souls. Um, some might describe them as intense or exotic or eccentric. But I find that most wise ones carry a very nurturing energy to them. Uh, they have strong past life memories. Okay, I want to say this uh, for people who follow my work or who have worked with me. I don't give a lot of weight to past lives in the work that I do. I recognize past lives exist. I've done extensive work on my own past lives. But I think past lives is information that benefits each individual and no one can really tell you about your past lives but you. You might see a practitioner and they give you a jumping off point, but ultimately your understanding of your past life is and how it applies to you is your own unique journey. But I do, I believe that past lives don't necessarily impact your present moment. With that being said, wise ones, they do. They can, because they've incarnated so many times that, and they've been in a human body so many times, their past life memories are in their energy field. And some wise ones can even recall being persecuted, um, discriminated against, burned at the stake, killed in witch hunts or, or other times where they were clearing out the witches. Some may have fears of drowning, hanging, or burning, uh, um, or being burned. 
like for me, I, I can't wear a turtleneck and I don't wear many things around my neck. <laughs> and I know that's my wise one side, um, but it's different for every person. You might have some, some weird little fear. Um, if it's impacting the quality of your life, go and get some support around that, some psychological support. But for the most part, um, you might have just a little quirk and it may be related to a past life. Many wise ones hold their energy, hold in their energy field vows made in past life during a time when those type of vows were appropriate. Among the most common are the vows of suffering, self-sacrifice, retribution, poverty, charity, virginity, celibacy, obedience, and silence. And unless they go in and clean out that vow, because they've incarnated so many times, meaning they didn't really get to go to heaven and, or however way you describe heaven, I call it heaven. They didn't really go and get a good cleaning out. So they may have embedded in their energy field these vows. And so it becomes their job to clean out those vows, particularly if they're struggling in areas, in any area of their life, um, love, sexual areas, finances, working. So my ex-husband was half leprechaun, or he is a leprechaun, and but leprechauns are half elemental and they're half wise ones, and I see it there. Um, so, you, so if you're a hybrid like myself, you probably have some vows in there that are getting in the way. And um, there are lots of practices to clear it, but ultimately you find what works for you. Wise one energy people, we'll just say wise ones to keep it simple, are interested in manifestation. You know, uh, I love my manifestation magic, alchemy, divination systems. Some are very psychic, but not all are psychic. They are, they are drawn to earth-based spirituality, such as shamanism, full moon ceremonies, paganism, crystals, herbs. My spirit guides are jumping in. Um, wise ones can be found in every religious tradition. They, they are usually speaking of the word. Um, traditions, chanting. Some wise ones can be described as somber and serious. Uh, I think of wise ones are just, they're kind of no bullshit uh, because of their strong intellect and, in, and intuition. So while some are very psychic and can read energy, I do think we all have intuition and I think theirs is very well developed. So as well as their intellect, so they just kind of don't put up with a lot of crap. Um, their energy can feel heavier, but I, I think, in my opinion, it's the result of deep wisdom. Some are dark and and um, and that's their vibe, but my thought is not all of them are. Again, I, I always tune into them and I pick up a very nurturing energy, male or female. Wise ones are often drawn to shows and movies and stories about witches and magic. Yeah, I've probably seen most shows about witches and magic out there. Um, they feel deep, deeply connected to nature and animals, as they, but they see it as like a partnership with them. So they might not spend a whole lot of time outside or in nature, such like elementals do, but they feel connected to 
um, nature. Uh, you know, I am not a hiker at all. <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't do any outdoor, outdoorsy things, but I love sitting outside. I feel very, very connected to the ocean. And, um, you know, I have a relationship with spirit animals and I have my own spirit animals. And I think that that's how it shows up for wise one, as opposed to elementals who like being outside all the time, doing something in nature, gardening, um, environmentalism. Um, I used to know a forest ranger couple. They were two elementals. They were just, I'm like, oh my God, they're like an elemental couple and they were forest rangers. So they, so elementals are doing things in nature um, wise ones appreciate and have respect for and work in partnership with nature and animals. Wise ones frequently get disappointed and frustrated with the ignorance and intolerance within humanity. Uh, they sometimes uh, take on too much stress as a result of that. I think um, wise ones have to be better at shielding like angels. They don't have to take on all the energy of the world. Um, yeah, it's funny. The older I get, I find myself just labeling things. I'm like, well, that's just ignorant. And that is my wife's one side, 100%. Like they see, they've seen all, all layers of humanity, right? And so they have a very, they're very aware. Wise ones, wise ones are very aware. They tend to be in the know. And they. this is where elementals and wise ones hang out a lot because elementals are gossipy just by nature and they just gossip for the hell of it. Whereas wise ones take that as, they take what they need from elementals as information um, to aid in their understanding of humanity and what's going on in the world but they only seek information for a specific purpose, right? So wise ones aren't listening to all the chatter from the elemental. They're listening to the one piece that they need. And as a result of their awareness, they tend to be leaders in their community. Um, they, they have a natural charisma, a natural confidence. They are also natural teachers and sometimes according to Doreen Virtue, and this I know to be true, are labeled know-it-alls. And in many ways, they are the original academics. They have, a, they have keep extensive writings, and they research things, they find out information, they journal a lot. You know, I have pages, I mean, stacks and stacks and stacks of journals, right? They're, they do experiments, they try different things out. Um, they can be very creative. They can be very inventive as well. They're trying things. They, they're always trying things. Like it's like my, my spiritual practice is always evolving. Like every, every day, sometimes <laughs> I, I, I switch it up and that's okay. That's, it's very much um, a match for the wise one energy. They, they understand energy from a young age. They, they know that things have energetic frequencies. Um, they tend to seek long-term relationships. They make rules. They make rules uh, for themselves and often for the world. And they are 
really great at changing rules that don't work. I think um, angel energy, they get locked into whatever rule and they're stuck there. Whereas wise ones can look at a situation and say, hey, this rule's not working, let's change it. They tend to be drawn to professions and teaching, coaching, um, all forms of metaphysical healing, um, psychic, they, experts, corporate leaders, business leaders, um, they're leaders. And so um, they feel comfortable being in front of the camera. They tend to not do well as employees. They, they do better running their own thing and, and they're good at it. They, they are very good at it. They figure it out. Um, so if you're a wise one, if you're resonating with the information that I'm giving you, uh, do yourself work to clear fears and karmic ties, uh, particularly to past lives. Again, I don't do past lives in my work with, in my one-on-one -on -one work. I am very aware of all my past lives and they do because we don't get that clearing and we just incarnate, incarnate, we might be carrying energy from the past into our present life. So you want to clear that. And I think you can do your own meditation to figure it out. You, you already know. That's, that's my thought. And I've had many past life readings. And ultimately, it's the wisdom that came from within me, from within my own meditations, my own automatic writing that was most beneficial. Uh, I'm not saying there aren't really good past life readers out there, but I ultimately it's your journey, right? Um, also clear out negative ways of being. Here's why. Your intentions are very strong. And so you have to be mindful of what you speak into existence and what you feel into existence and what you think into existence and what you do into existence, right? And you can create very easily, uh, both positively and negatively. So le learn to create your reality, not from, a from fear uh, or frustration, but from a place of love, passion, and your truest desires. Learn to laugh and play and relax, relax. Um, be willing to teach others. I know you are very wise and you usually are very right. So don't get frustrated when someone does not take your advice, even when it's on point. Everyone has to walk out their journey, even if it means they end up on the harder path. I think this is the hardest part um, for wise ones. Clearly, I've said, I have not said once that they are helpers. <laughs> no, they're not like angels in that regard. But they have information and they like to give that information freely. And it can really stress them out and frustrate them when they see someone going down a path when they just told them, hey, if you go the other direction, this will be a very different result for you. Um, so I would say to my wise ones, Get used to it. Um, I love what I love about wise ones is is they're they're not giving out information unless they know it to be true. Uh, true, healthy wise ones. Yeah, there are always unhealthy wise ones. Yes, there's unhealthy people from all of these realms, 
but healthy wise ones are only sharing from the place of true wisdom and so but like i said everybody has to walk out their own journey and um yeah <laughs> this is from a, a very you know being a professional psychic I, you know i'm like hey I, you know i told you it was gonna go that way whether you want to admit it or not i told you in that last session it was gonna go that way and and, and i i do say it like most of the time i'm like yeah i told you that you know um but i also recognize especially now maybe earlier in my career i was very bummed out i'm like gosh why are they making their life so harder they just paid me to give them this information but you know everybody has to do it their own way but if you sense you have a wise one in your life i would write down what they said and take a step back and just consider how it might positively impact you to integrate that wisdom into your perspective <laughs> because you might wind up on a harder path but I recognize that, again, everybody has to do it their own way. I would say to wise ones, you might need to learn to release your past experiences in the present moment. Here's my might on that. Um, I think, why is it a might? I mean, I think it's great for everybody to, to look at their past and let go of it. Um, I think with wise ones, though, you have a wonderful ability of learning lessons that can help and benefit others. So I think looking at the past can be a little bit of a different journey for you. So, um, so yeah, study your past, study your past lives if you need to, but ultimately know what's most important is what you're doing in the present moment. And so um, if there's something in your energy field that is low vibrational, that's the result of a past experience, you may need to go and clear that out and release it to the very best of your ability. And then be mindful of your lower vibrational states. You are very powerful beings, whether you know it or not, whether you've tapped into your magic or not. And so your lower vibrational states can quickly create a physical reality based in that state so play with it be aware of it it's not a i know as i talk to wise ones i know you get what i mean it's um you know you gotta look at it it's not one where you can just sweep it under the rug and say oh i'm happy today no you can't fake it right um i think wise ones also have a they have an understanding of all the other realms. So, um, I do think they have a higher level of compassion in its truest sense. It may not be a spiritual compassion, <laughs> but they, they have a great deal of compassion. I think wise ones can attract soulmate after soulmate in their relationships, both romantic and friendship. And soulmate, the definition I'm using is lessons, people showing up in your life to help you learn a lesson, which can be very difficult. I'd encourage wise ones to use their power to manifest, to attract the right and most aligned romantic partners and friendships for them. Yes, lessons are great. Yes, learning our lessons helps us evolve. But you're, 
if all your relationships are lessons, that can really suck, you know? And so I do believe you get to have joy and you get to have light and you get to have um, happiness. And so choose relationships that support that. You don't have to do that deep, deep work in your romantic relationships and in your friendships. You get to have um, safe spaces where you can go and just be. And again, if you're struggling in any area of your life, consider if maybe you took on a vow in a past life that does not serve the present moment and get some help around that. And you might need to do some money manifestation work. You might need to do uh, work with a, a sexual coach. You might need to um, you might need to be in some therapy. But whatever it is, do the work to clear out old stuff. And you'll know. You'll know if it's from this lifetime or if it was from a previous. You'll just sense it. And I, what I have found is past life energies generally are pretty easy to let go of. Um, but if it's something that you did in multiple lifetimes, so maybe you took a vow of chastity in multiple lifetimes, then it, you might do, need to do a little bit more work around it. But I, I generally think it's all pretty easy to clear. I think everything's easy to clear. I, I, I think um, some things for everybody will just keep coming up and coming up. Um, but wise ones are a gift to the planet. Obviously, they do a lot to keep us all moving in the right direction because of their natural leader ability, their teaching ability, um, their ability to keep wisdom and pass on that wisdom. I think they're great at that. And that's my show on wise ones. I'm going to, my last show is going to be on the hybrids. Um, but Doreen started adding, like she redid the book a couple of times and brought in a lot of hybrids and it, and and much of it feels some of that research feels very incomplete, like one line. But I think the key is you have now the basis of all the realms. So there is the angelic realm, you have the elemental realm, you have the star being realm, and now you have the wise one realm. As we move into the hybrids, you're going to see that there are parts of these realms. So you're going to have to find your own way, but I'm going to cover it and give you as much information as I have available. Um, even, you know, my label of mystic angel, I've had to come to, to this through meditation, through going to spirit, research, what research I could find, and really piece together what made sense for me and my lifetime. You do the same. I, if, if this inspires you and if you're moved by this, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll end it here with saying, don't take any of this stuff too seriously. You're a human being in this time world space and be in this time world space and, um, you know, play with this to the degree to which it makes sense to you and helps you move you forward. I, you know, obviously I'm in this line of work and I find it fascinating. Um, but I also know I have to be a human. And um, I do think some of this wisdom is very beneficial. Um, and can and can help help you move through your journey, right? I will tell you this: if you're thinking you're a wise one, 
magic is a mixed bag, you know, as, as I'm going to put quote unquote magic and particularly magic spelled with a K. Um, I haven't found a lot of resources that I resonate with, um, but my, my speakers also remind me that I don't really like um, a lot of tools, you know, like so much of, of magic spirituality involves these things. You go and collect these herbs, you go and collect these tools. I, I want to be able to practice spirituality and my tap into my power no matter what's going on around me. So I, like I said, I change up my spiritual um, experience constantly based on what's working for me and what feels right and true to me. Um, so I would say if you are exploring magic, um, know that there's a light and a dark side to everything and do what resonates with you and preface everything with for the highest and greatest good of all those involved and study under a lot of teachers because some teachers are better than others. I don't think witches are the best at teaching about money, to be honest with you. That is my opinion. <laughs> because they, you know, they've had times of, um, you know, periods where they weren't, where they didn't go out and, and engage in commerce, right? And oftentimes wise ones were supported by their community. And, um, if you are a wise one that's struggling with money, you're going to have to find your own little spell and your own little way of doing money and be willing to do that. That's my thought there. And you're so wise, you can figure it out. Yeah, I know you can. All right. I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. I hope you've enjoyed this series. I've got, I'm pretty sure it's just one more show, but there might be another after that. I'm going to look at the material and see. I'm pretty, much, pretty sure this is there's one more show left in this realm series. If you're looking for a coach, you're ready to do something really cool in your life. You're ready to create a new reality for yourself. You're ready for better. You're ready for more. You're, you know, you just sense that there, there is another way to do it that feels good where you're getting what you want. Then I would love to support you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Take a look at the email intuitive coaching. Take a look at my single session. And then take a look at the massive result intuitive coaching package if you're looking for something more robust. Um, if you want a presence in, in your life that can support you consistently, like, like a wise one, um, serve their community. If you're looking for that the massive result might be a good fit for you. Thank you for listening to the show. It's been so fun. It's, it's been fun looking at this material again. It's been fun looking at um, my research and my years of, of study around this. It's been really exciting. And if you connect with any of these realms, go do more work around it or not. <laughs> Uh, until next time, take care of yourself. Thank you for listening.